Hi, this is Mo Oster, MISNY's Senior Vice President for Advocacy. I lead a team of lobbyists fighting for you in Albany and sometimes in Washington, D.C. We are just a handful of weeks away from MISNY's annual Physician Advocacy Day, which will be virtual again this year on Zoom, set to occur on Tuesday, March 8th. Last year, we had a great turnout of physicians and allies, and we are hopeful that the same will happen again this year. We thank everyone who participated last year and urge you to do so again, and to encourage your colleagues to participate as well. Why? Well, as a practical matter, it is just before when the Assembly and Senate are finalizing what will be in their respective one-house budgets that are usually passed in mid-March. These documents put forth by the Assembly and by the Senate reflect the priorities of each of these chambers reacting to the items that were included in the governor's proposed budget. These documents set the stage for three-way negotiations with the governor's office for the final state budget, which is due on April 1st. If the physician community's priority issues that we support are not included in the Senate or Assembly budget proposal, or the issues that we oppose are included in these budget proposals, is exceedingly difficult to change these positions during the final negotiation process. Our advocacy day is the last big chance to have the physician priorities be known to key legislators and their staffs negotiating the state budget. Usually participating in our advocacy day morning educational program are the chairs of the Senate and Assembly Health and Insurance Committees as well as key legislative leaders such as the majority and deputy majority leaders in each house, all of whom play a big role in determining what will and will not be in the state budget. They also play a huge role in helping to determine what health care bills will be advanced to the floor of each house for consideration. Physicians will hear the priorities of each of these leaders, but then in turn have the opportunity to ask questions of these committee chairs to help ensure that they are aware of the physician community's priority issues, as well as the concerns that impact their patients. Following the conclusion of the morning program, physician attendees are encouraged to meet the senators and assembly members who represent their area. These meetings will be set up by their local county medical society, so please contact them for more information. So what is on the agenda this year? Governor Hochul laid out a number of positive items in her executive budget that reflect many items that MISNI has previously supported. This includes ensuring that care for telehealth services are paid by health insurers similar to what is paid for comparable services provided in person. There's a proposal to increase funding for the Doctors Across New York Loan Repayment Program to provide assistance to younger physicians who agree to serve for a number of years in an underserved area. There are proposals to provide modest increases to Medicaid physician payment, proposals to increase low-cost and no-cost insurance options for patients that avoid having them to pay big deductibles, and proposals to ensure speedier review of physician applications to participate in health insurer networks. However, as often is the case, there are a number of items of significant concern in the executive budget where legislators really need to hear physician concerns. For example, there is a proposal to make the 17,000 physicians enrolled in the excess medical malpractice insurance program have to pay upfront for this coverage and then hope to be reimbursed by the state in two separate installments over two years, despite all the financial challenges facing physicians. 
There's a proposal to remove existing collaborative arrangement requirements for nurse practitioners practicing in primary care, as well as authorizing pharmacists to perform numerous lab tests like diabetes, HIV, and STD diagnoses without any coordination with a physician. There's a proposal to add to the physician prior authorization burdens in Medicaid and Medicaid managed care by removing protections for prescriptions that currently ensure that the physician's judgment overrides all, not the judgment of a state bureaucrat or a health plan bureaucrat. Then there's the opportunity for physicians to make their legislators aware of all the challenges they are facing that make it harder to deliver patient care. It's an opportunity for advocate for legislation to address excessive prior authorization hassles, excessive medical liability insurance costs, and for employed physicians to argue for solutions against the overly restrictive non-compete agreements that are imposed by their employer. Please look to today's e-news or on MISNI's website for how you can register for Tuesday, March 8th. And please urge your colleagues to join us as well. Turning to upcoming educational events, please place on your calendar Wednesday, February 16th at 7.30 a.m. for the next MISNI Medical Matters program, the impact of the COVID pandemic on racial and ethnic minorities with faculty, Dr. Yvette Calderon. Thank you very much for taking the time to listen to this podcast and for your commitment to MISNI and to your County Medical Society. We hope to see you as part of the educational program on March 8th, and we will speak again next week.